We here at the Eldonzo and D Show would like to publicly apologize for not being here last week. And to make it up to you, we were going to have Jason Aldean here live in studio performing his new song, Try That in a Small Town. But instead, he's too busy dealing with all these pansy woke mother... Coming at you from the Skyhammer studio here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. This is the Eldonzo and D Show. You have insanity in my earpiece. I'm Eldonzo. I am Dees. And we are coming back from a two week hiatus that we had going on, aren't we, Dees? Yes, we are. We have a lot of news to cover. We have a lot of news from two weeks ago we got to go through. We got to recap. Some jokes just write themselves. We're going to get into that. But first, we want to give a shout out to our sponsor for the show, EnviroSeal. If you have sucking concrete slabs, patios, driveways, even maybe sidewalks, I think they could do I think they could do that too. But if you have sucking concrete slabs and you didn't pumped up, pump up the slabs, pump them up. Give those guys a call in Virusil at 309-275-6303. You know the best thing about this is those slabs will be ready to use the day they pump them up. They use a polyurethane foam, spray foam insulation, and they shoot it up under the slabs, get them leveled out, ready to use the same day. So give those guys a call, 309-275-6303 for Envirosil. Do you know what else they do, Dees? I bet you're going to tell me. I bet I'm going to tell you. They also do residential and commercial spray foam insulation. So if you need insulation or slabs jacked up, give those guys a call. All right. So, like I said, we've got a lot of news to get to. First of all, I want to ask D something. How's your past two weeks been? It's been a while since we've been together. Uh, what's been going on, man? Uh, pretty uneventful. Um, dealing with uh, the good old state agencies to uh, figure this insurance thing out before my heart finally explodes and that's pretty much it motley crew wrote a song about that called kickstart my heart yeah yeah so, that's where i'm that's where i'm at right now hopefully we can still kick you in the heart if something goes wrong yeah i had another uh it's today's probably the best day but it's the whole episode again uh started up on sunday with the whatever they're called the um uh, palpitations or i can't remember P- pvcs i think they're called but today I feel good. I think I'm going to be around at least another week or two. Awesome. Awesome. That's outstanding. A uh, week or two may be too long for me, but, you know, what the hell? Well, Who cares? Yeah. I'm going to have to deal with you for some point in time. I would like to let you know that we had the the reason that we missed the show is we had the female Friday Funday float on the Mackinac River, okay, yearly. It was done on July 14th. That's why we had to skip the show. Uh, we did that for uh, prostate cancer research. And these gals get out there, and I've talked about this previously on the show. They go and they float to raise money for prostate cancer research. And this year, we have a let me let me preface this. We have a team called the Wiener Slingers. We go down on the sandbar on the Mackinac River, and we cook hot dogs for all the women. We provide free drinks, and we take donations. And this year, we had the El Banditos uh, Yankee Tequila tent down there. They're giving away free margaritas for all the chicks. Oh wow! It, it was a good time. We we cooked our buns off, uh, but we ended up raising about three thousand dollars total, uh, in addition to what they raised. Yeah, I think so they came the, up, yeah, specified that's just what you guys raised. That's just what the yeah. Wiener Slingers and El Banditos uh, Yankee Tequila raised for the uh, Prostate Cancer Research Foundation. I think that's how to Chicago. So we had a pretty good run. We had a pretty good uh, turnout for that, and I'm very happy with it and very proud of it because 
Eldonzo said this before, prostate cancer runs in my family. I'll probably uh, be getting my bum looked at again here pretty soon. So anything I can do for myself. And I want to give a big shout out to all the ladies that volunteered for the Female Friday Fun Day float that, uh, on July 14th. So it was a good turnout. Thanks, gals. Now, we've got something that broke, what was it, a week ago? Sunday. It was Sunday. It was Sunday. This is the, uh, the, the Donald Trump thing. And I'm going to read this for you. This is off of Truth Social, Donald Trump. Wow. On Sunday night, while I was with my family, having just arrived from the Turning Point event in Florida, which Kevin Ferris was at, where I won the straw poll against all other Republican candidates with 85.7% with all polls showing me leading in the Republican primary by very substantial numbers, almost everyone predicting that I will be Republican nominee for president, and as I am leading Democrat Joe Biden in the polls by a lot, horrifying news for our country was given to me by my attorneys. It goes on. Deranged Jack Smith, the prosecutor with Joe Biden's DOJ, sent a letter, again, it was Sunday night, stating that I am a target of the January 6th grand jury investigation and giving me a very short four days to report to the grand jury, which almost always means an arrest and indictment. Now, before I go into this, Dees, I want your take on this. Uh, well, I mean, I don't want to speculate too much um, until we actually see the indictment, but it's if if they actually have some kind of evidence that we haven't heard about that makes this a a plausible thing then they're probably going to nail him to the wall i think and if they do have anything on it then he's done because of the 14th amendment you cannot hold office or run for office if you have had any part of a insurrection it's in the constitution and th- this is their their coup de gras this is what this is what they're this throwing is their hail mary yeah. that they can make this stick yeah you know everything else whether it be the hush money payments and you know these classified docs uh it to me on the outside looking in it appears that maybe they think they don't have quite enough or maybe because you know the judge that's on the one case uh, classified docs is a, a Trump appointee that they think, okay, well, these, these might not work. Oh, wait a minute. We've got this whole insurrection thing. That's our ticket. Now here's the problem with that. A precedent's already been set because they couldn't even get him. Uh, they, they impeached him, but they couldn't make it stick. So right. what, what Donald Trump said, the, the big thing was, I want you to go there and I want you to peacefully protest. Paraphrasing. That isn't exactly what he said. It is his exact words. He never told anybody to commit insurrection. Now, we also know, and this is coming out with Ray Epps as well, who they're going after, I guess the DOJ is going after Ray Epps, or the FBI is going after Ray Epps. Nothing's going to happen with that. That's going to disappear. They're going to go in. He's not going to do any jail time. They're trying to make this look good. Okay? And what, this is my opinion. What Jack Smith is trying to do, of course, he's with Biden's DOJ. He's doing this because he's told to do it. We're now learning right now that Joe Biden is so filthy i wouldn't say dirty filthy this has gotten out there they need to do some kind of distraction this is all psyops to cover for what joe biden's doing what do you think oh yeah i definitely think it's uh smoke and mirrors and again that unless there's some hidden tape somewhere that they have or whatever which i can't believe that here we are uh three years after the fact and and this hasn't come out after it, the House did their investigation and their, their sham witch hunt. Yeah. 
Yeah, unless there's some super top secret smoking gun, I their case has got to be paper thin. And they're like you said, it's a hail mary, and that they're hoping that it sticks because then they got him. They can eliminate him from from even running from. Or if this were to drag out, they can immediately remove him from office if he were to win. Um, other than that, until we see the actual indictment. And again, as a reminder, this is a pre-recorded show. Uh, currently is Thursday evening. So by the time this comes to air, we might have the indictment out because the statement says as of Sunday night, he had four days to report to the grand jury. So that's today being Thursday. So this might all come to a head and, and we might know what's in the indictment by the time you guys are listening to this on Saturday. Um, so I'm sure we'll have a lot more to talk about it next week. But every everybody's got to remember something. Everything they've thrown at Donald Trump has just slid off the wall. Nothing is stuck. Yeah. So why would anybody, you know, every time this happens, the liberals pound their fist. Well, now we got him. You don't have a damn thing. My point being with this is if you look back to what happened for the uh, the four years of his administration, it was one thing to keep his attention on something. It just keep him distracted one thing after another. Now, I told this to somebody today at my, at my day job. If they'd have known, and I've said this before, if they would have known that Trump had a ghost of a chance of winning in 2016, everything we saw from 2016 till, or excuse me, in 2020 would have taken place. We would have seen, in my opinion, we would have seen a pandemic. In my opinion, they would have pulled this stuff in 2015 on him. They would have started these proceedings with him. They didn't do it until they knew that he may win, and they went into a panic mode. Right. So I don't think it matters at this point. You're talking about the federal government. If they really want to keep Donald Trump from holding office, they will keep him from holding office. This is an unprecedented time in our country right now. Everybody says we got to vote Trump in, and I, I agree with that. Trump, at this point, I don't care what he says. He's got to get back in there. I want him back in. But the unfortunate reality of this is if they really don't want him back in that bad, they're going to try all this stuff like you're seeing with Jack Smith. They're going to try this first. They're going to see if they can get it done this way. But I'm telling you right now, God is my witness. They will not let another conservative in. They will not let DeSantis in if it's gotten this bad. If we're really gotten to the point in this country that I think we've gotten to, you're going to see four more years of Joe Biden. And I'm going to tell you why everybody's standing up for Joe Biden. All these Democrats that you think would just be skating by him and dropping him in the in the crap. There's a reason they're standing by him and there's a reason they're supporting him because the Biden family is part of the establishment. And maybe Joe Biden's going senile, but he has enough goods on everybody. These people are all corrupt. Everybody in the establishment's corrupt. They've all been bought off, so they all need to stick together. That's why you're seeing all these people standing by their man who happens to be Joe Biden. There's more evidence that came out today in that FBI report than all of the Trump in indictments and allegations combined. Oh, absolutely. They have him dead to rights. And we're going to talk about that in the next segment. You, we're going to pull that up and we're going to hash that over. But what we're going to do right now is uh, we're going to take a quick break here on the Aldonzo and D show. And we will be right back after these commercial massages. On City of 92.9, the news talk to normal.
Donzo and D show here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. I'm El Donzo. I'm Dees. And we're back into this uh, Biden thing. On the last segment, we talked about Donald Trump and this whole Jack Smith thing where he thinks he's going to be indicted and he's going to go to jail, which, as we said in the last segment, wouldn't surprise either of us, right, if they could try to get this thing to stick. Oh, absolutely. So far, Donald Trump has been the Teflon Don. I don't know how long that's going to last for him, though, but. Uh, hopefully he can dodge this one like he's dodged everything else because honestly he's the most vetted president I think we've ever had in our lifetime. That's just I me. can't see how he's not. They have done everything short of giving him a colonoscopy, if you ask me. I'm not convinced that they haven't done that. Like rooting around up in there, mm-hmm. trying to find something, trying to find some polyps or or some kind of Russian PP tape or something like that. But what's really interesting is we got the story pulled up and. Let's let's hit the whistleblower thing first. Dees, what do you think? Yeah, the report just came out today. Um, the FBI, uh, what's the little fancy name for it? Do you remember? Oh, yeah, FD-1023 form. Ah, <clears throat> uh, yes, yes. Was released today by uh, Senator Chuck Grassley. And you can go on and read it. It's literally public knowledge now. There is some redacted information. But uh, it's basically saying Joe Biden, Hunter, Hunter Biden, allegedly coerced the Burisma CEO, Mikola, sound it out, Zlochevsky. That's that's very good. These hey. one more time, Mikola what? Zlochevsky. Zlochevsky. Close enough to pay the millions of dollars in exchange for their help in getting the Ukrainian prosecutor investigating the company fired, according to allegations contained in a now unclassified FBI document released Thursday. <clears throat> He said he released the document, which describes an alleged crime criminal bribery scheme. Excuse me, involving Vice President Biden and a Ukrainian business executive, so that the American people can read this document for themselves without the filter of political or or politicians and bureaucrat and or bureaucrats. And again, it's it's a pretty long form, but uh, just some highlights of it. This guy talks about all these meetings and how. You know, they thought it was a $50,000 payment, but they're like, no, it's $5 million for one Biden, $5 million for the other. Uh, the timing of it, they specifically talk about how the timing of it happened basically around the same time that Biden made his now famous statement of, you know, told him that we weren't going to give him aid until they fired him. So they fired the son of a bitch. Yeah, exactly. And um, it, like I said, you know, if you look at all the quote, air quotes, evidence that they have in any of the Trump investigations, it pales in comparison to just this document alone. It's really not evidence. And then when you put that together with the other whistleblower that's saying that he was an FBI agent and they watched them slow walk the Hunter Biden laptop thing, which all this stuff we've known, though, we these we have been saying this for two years now. This is what happened, and now they finally have the whistleblowers coming out because we were called tinfoil hat conspiracy theorists. This guy goes on there. Joe Biden goes on there and goes, where's the money? All cocky. We're, we're showing everybody. These people are showing the American people where the money's at. They're showing them. Yeah, and we, we had the IRS whistleblower basically said that um, Biden Hunter Biden had a $14 million payment covered up 
at one point it's i mean how much more do they need we would if that was either one of us we'd be in jail and for the people listening right now if that was you because if you're listening to the aldonzo and d show you think like we do you would be a target you would be in the gulag look at what happened to these january 6 people that just were welcomed into the capitol by the capitol police and now we know it's come out and tucker carlson had evidence of this too that he talked to uh, uh, Son, Stephen Son, who was the chief of the Capitol Police, and he told Tucker Carlson that they had federal agents infiltrated and embedded in the protesters. <clears throat> Point being with the IRS thing, we kind of got off in the weeds with that. <coughs> Excuse me. We got off in the weeds with that. But these people are obviously being treated different than any other American citizen. So, you know, Lady Justice is not blind at this point. That's my that's that's what I'm trying to get across. But sorry to interrupt these. Go ahead. Well, just again, going through some of the highlights of, of statements that these this confidential uh, informant talked about in his meetings with uh, Pajarski. Uh, they were very unhappy when uh, Trump won the election because they thought that maybe, it, well, especially once the investigation started, they thought that maybe that they could somehow tie this back to everybody. And Pajarski basically said that they would it would take them 10 years to follow the trail of money because, you know, all the shell companies and things like that. Um, Again, I I, if you haven't, I encourage you to to jump on to any of the news sites. But I'm pulling it off of Fox. You can read the entire document. And there's just (laughs) nugget after nugget after nugget that from a highly credible source, the FBI themselves called this person a highly credible source. And pretty damning evidence, man. It's it, it's sickening um, considering all the other stuff that's going on in this country with whether it be Trump or, or anybody. And, and these people are getting away with this and people are acting like it's no big deal. And obviously the, uh, you know, our country has been greatly affected by it. I would say back end. greatly affected. It's been greatly damaged. I mean, I'll take it one step further. I was talking to a, to a person. And they were really down on Trump for the way he handled COVID. And this 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 fella had some good points to him. Don't get me wrong. My point to this is when COVID hit, Donald Trump was the president of the United States of America. All eyes were on him. He made some mistakes. Everybody made mistakes, but he copped to it. Shouldn't listen to Fauci. But this this guy was kind of PO'd, kind of pissed that Trump didn't come out and say, you know what, I screwed up. Well, he didn't screw up. He did what he had to do. Now, what I what I want to do real quick, Dees, and for everybody else listening. Before you do that, I have to read my favorite part of the whole report. Read your, okay, go ahead and read your favorite part of the whole report, then we'll go into it. Zlochevsky made a comment that although Hunter Biden was stupid and that his dog was smarter, Zlochevsky needed to keep <laughs> Hunter Biden on the board so everything would be okay. So, yeah, that was one of those things about, you know, I'm sitting right here with my father right now. Right. Uh doing that influence that's what we have in the white house right now yeah that's a whole different matter that was the chinese stuff absolutely yeah absolutely we have all these things what i've said it before and i'll say it again grifters are going to grift a grifter is not going to just you know take a payment and blackmail somebody or hold something over somebody's head once they're going to continue to do that that's in their dna now the point i was making about trump is i don't care about the tweets i don't care Anybody that's wrapped up around about how Trump handled COVID as opposed to Ron DeSantis and they're wrapped up about that, 
they've got their heads stuck in the wrong hole. Yeah. This is I want to play something for you. When we're talking about this Biden thing, it doesn't matter what Trump says at this point. Trump could come out and and, and put out a text that says he fornicates goats, and I'm still going to vote for him <laughs> over anybody <laughs> else at this point. Okay? So this is uh this is Fox News and we've got the clip pulled up for you. This is how bad it's gotten. This is how deranged. Mumbler in chief, Biden's lackluster delivery in front of world leader draws scorn on social media. Uh, give you a little background on this. It's President Biden was meeting with Israeli President Isaac Herzog at the White House, and he was going at going on about how they're great friends. You know, the United States is great friends and supporters of Israel and all this other stuff. I'm going to play it for you. But this guy is so out of it. You know, I think that maybe, maybe the cocaine was for Joe Biden. I wouldn't be surprised. And we need to talk about that, too, because there's been some developments this last time we had a show. But I'm going to play this for you because this guy needs to be coked up. I don't condone cocaine, cocaine usage, but this guy needs to be coked up. Let's see if we can get this to play and roll it. Any moment. We convened the largest gathering of Arabs and Israelis in a decade at the Gev Forum. And we resolved the maritime boundary dispute between Israel and Lebanon, which people thought could never happen. We uh, opened up an airspace for Israel over Saudi Arabia and Oman after I had a little visit there. And we brought Israelis and Palestinians together at a political level and the, uh, and, uh, at the uh, and Akwai and the and uh, as I uh, affirmed to Prime Minister Netanyahu yesterday, America's commitment to Israel is firm, and it is, uh, it is ironclad. And we're committed as well to ensure that, uh, that Iran never acquires a nuclear weapon. I want to tell you something. I can have a 30-pack in me and speak better than that. He, he started out, <clears throat> I mean, as strong as you could possibly start out for an 80-year-old man. But then, I mean, you could almost hear him fading, and it was like he was having heroin nods. Yeah, that's exactly what it was like. Yeah, he he definitely sounded like he needed a bump. Well, at least we don't have Donald <laughs> Trump in there anymore. Yeah, at least we don't have a guy that can articulate a sentence. Right. And you could see Isaac Herzog's the look on his face, or walk a flight of steps, or walk a flight of steps. That's another story yeah. we're gonna get to as well. This was, I, okay. I met with a uh, uh, an older gentleman that had Alzheimer's. Uh, just a couple of weeks ago, I met him. Really nice guy, but you can tell he was in the later stages. And he would just kind of mumble and repeat the same story. Nice guy. I mean, you can't help it. Mumble and repeat the same story. And I'm I'm trying not to have that, that oh, puzzled look on my face. This was the look that Isaac Herzog had on his face the whole time that Joe Biden is mumbling. It's like it's he's kind of appeasing him at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what we have in the White House. Yeah. That's who we have leading. We know he's not leading our country, folks. I mean, we're not stupid here. But that is the face of our country. So when it comes down to nuclear war or war with Russia, which we have a whole lot of that coming up, too, how can you have any faith in the system? Our country's lost. I have zero faith in our system. I have I zero just, faith I mean, in our system right now. We're going to try to keep the faith right here on the Aldonzo and D show because damn it it's got to get better I don't care if it takes a million years we got to make this better we will be right back right here on Cities 92.9 the news and talk of Limited North
92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. This is the Aldonzo and Dee's show. I'm Aldonzo. I am Dee's. And before we go any further, I uh, just wanted to remind you, check out all of our socials. Follow us on Twitter, at Eldonzo D's, on Facebook.com slash Eldonzo D's. And most important of all, if you haven't already subscribed, go to our YouTube, youtube.com slash Eldonzo D's. We put up videos from the show, as well as uh, an occasional live stream where we kind of go off the rails, unfiltered, uncensored, all that stuff. But you know what we don't do on YouTube? Would that be cocaine? Cocaine. Cocaine. We do not... Do that. But we now, may put some whiskey in our water and some sugar in our tea. What's all these crazy questions you're asking me? Go ahead. Sorry, Dees. So while uh, while we were gone last week, the uh, obviously when last we left you, cocaine had been found, and they were doing an investigation. <laughs> yeah, investigation, right. yeah. my ass. But uh, we come to find out last week that the Secret Service closed the investigation. Of course it did and says that they were not able to identify the suspect, and they said that they checked for latent fingerprints and DNA evidence on the baggie that was stored inside a uh, receptacle used to temporarily store electronic and personal devices prior to entering the West Wing. BS. They're well, 100% BS. They're, you're telling me that this building, which is supposed to be the most secure building in the world. In the world, absolutely. You can't fart in the White House and nobody doesn't know you did it. And Somebody doesn't know it. That there's no... Look. I know where you're going with this. Go ahead. Go. I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you go. I'm going to give the floor to D's. Go ahead, bro. The very last thing that a cokehead is thinking about is wiping fingerprints off the bag. Agreed. It's, it's, it's not a thing. Um Look, I'm not going to sit here and say that I 100% think it was Hunter's, but I do 100% think it was somebody that either works there or is frequently there, and it was like, oh, no, I forgot I had this on me. Where can I put it? Let me store it in this locker right here because magically the key disappeared and never returned. Um, Dan Bongino, though, has a different opinion. He says that... And, of course, he was a Secret Service agent. Um, did you see this at all, by the way? I did. Go ahead. Um, that in his time there, that particular entrance, that, you know, whatever, he said that the security is, is their protocols are so strict that the only way somebody could get in with cocaine is if it was a family member that was allowed to bypass the security checkpoint. Now, you have to take Bongino's word for this. Bongino's not an idiot. Oh, I agree. He, he guarded Bush and Obama. So I take Bongino's word over anybody else. And look, this is not just some, this wasn't a public place where they give tours. No, this was the West Wing. This was the West Wing of the White House. So, okay, first of all, let's get this out of the way right now. They got cameras everywhere. They got Secret Service everywhere. Okay, there's got to be some video of whoever did this placing it in there. You can't tell me that, are you going to tell me this was an Epstein situation where the cameras went dead and the guards just fell asleep? No, 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 no. And second of all, like you said, there's a baggie of cocaine. Somebody puts that away and they wipe all the fingerprints off. There's no DNA evidence. There's no nothing. Yeah. They, the Secret Service said that there were more than 500 people who went through the West Wing during the weekend when the substance was found and that none of those people have come 
that ha who came through are classified as suspects. <sighs> I, look, look, there's no way. They, this is BS. They're covering. They, they had to do. I'm going to tell you something right now. If they didn't have a massive press corps in the White House, we'd have never heard about this. Oh, absolutely. This is the only reason this got out is because they know they had to do something. There was no way the press corps was going to let this well, they, go yeah, because that went like wildfire. Because the White we House. and we talked about this two weeks ago because they had to evacuate. Because at that point, a white powder, you know, the last thing anybody was thinking was that it was cocaine. Like, oh, you know, this could be anthrax you know, or maybe, ricin. Or, maybe Hunter Biden just had a cold and sneezed. Look, investigators in New York tied a single strand of hair 10 years ago to a chewed up pizza crust and arrested the, uh, I, can, the I can't even say the name. I don't have the story pulled up. The, the murder suspect in New York. But the Secret Service can't figure out with all their cameras and all the technology in the world, can't figure out who brought the cocaine in. Give me a break. Well, why don't, why don't we have a look at what's going? That was my phone went off. I got oh. an email or something. Yeah, that's all that was. Hey, hey, Aldonzo, deals are coming your way. Get a sneak peek inside. Sneak peek or what? What are we, what are we looking? Oh, my. Oh, geez, look at this. Oh, that's a great deal. All right. This is a Pornhub thing. No, I'm just joking. It's not that at all. Like, what? It's not that at all. Let's, let's just get back to the story. No, you know what? Here's the thing. The federal government's going to cover for the Bidens just like they have been. Why do we have any reason to believe that, that the the Secret Service and the FBI crime lab is not covering for, for Hunter Biden or Joe Biden Again, or, or the I'm, administration? It may not be them. It may not be. They're Hunter covering Biden. for somebody. Regardless right. of who it is, it's got to be look, somebody I wouldn't high be, up. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a member of the Secret Service. Well, I've. Uh, it's one of those things where, look, this was uh, they found it, very it Sunday, well Saturday night. Somebody went out and kicked it, and you know, all of a sudden he's walking into work the next day, like, oh crap, I forgot I still got a gram of coke in my pocket. Where can I put it? Where can I put? It? Let me throw it in this locker. Take this key, flush it down the toilet. Nobody will ever know it was me. I mean, that is totally plausible, but it's also very plausible that it belonged to somebody in the Biden family just based off of what Bongino says. But either way, regardless of who it belongs to, there is no way on this earth that anybody is going to convince me that the Secret Service couldn't figure it out or at least narrow it down to a small handful of people instead of giving us, well, there's 500 people and. You know, we can't drug test them all because they don't technically work for the government. Oh, yes, you can. They're, they're in the White House. You can drug test and pre-screen anybody you want to. So don't give me that garbage, that BS. You know, I got a question. Well, but here's the thing, though, with unless they're going to do like a, a DNA test, cocaine only stays in your system for approximately 48 hours. I'm look, I'm sure that whoever had. To, so whoever, I've heard ever. So you've heard. Whoever had to bring cocaine in the White House, I'm sure didn't go, I forgot it, I'm not going to touch cocaine again. Okay? If you have that bad of an addiction to cocaine, you can't keep it out of the job, you're, you're, they're still doing it. They know they are. Yeah, That's I mean, point. that don't necessarily mean they were doing it the next I got, day. Oh, I got a question. I but, got a question. D's, D's, D's. Yeah. You know, the coke thing, we're beating it like a dead racehorse that's high on coke. Um, let's, let's do this. Did you see the video of Joe Biden trying to eat that little girl in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> Did you, what the hell is going on? He was trying to nibble on her. And yeah. She's freaking out. Don't you think folks, I don't know if you've seen this. We, there's really no audio we can pull up for you. Maybe we'll get it on the Facebook page. We threaten that all the time. And it never I'm happens. not going to say that that as, is completely 
inappropriate because, you know, grandparents do that. He's not no, no, her no, grandparent. Let me, and let he me, showered let in, let me finish. Evidence. All right, finish. But A, you're the president of the United States, so a camera is on you just about every waking moment. B, that's not your grandchild. <laughs> right. And C, see this crazy old man trying to eat a little kid. That's just, it's nuts. Get in my belly. Right? So here's my point to it. Okay, you're right. I should have let you go. I always, you know, sometimes I don't give D's a benefit of the doubt on the show, but I should have done that. I w- Would you accept my apology? Eh, go after yourself. All right, go after myself. I can do that. I'm <clears throat> used to doing that. So don't you think that after the whole, the whole, oh, look, the whole country knows he's a pedophile. Then he can just, he sniffs these little kids. He showered inappropriately with his daughter. He's always grabbing kids and sniffing them and gets that, he gets that look in and he rolls his mm, eyes back. That new baby that smell. That new baby smell. Uh, don't you think that he's had multiple conversations or people have had meetings with him and they take him aside? They're like, <clears throat> hey, yo, come here. Get, come here, Joe. Yeah, do not sniff the kid. Do not sniff the kid. It's a bad look. Just please, please don't do it. Hey, okay, okay. Okay, don't, don't touch the kid either. He's got a compulsion is what he's got. He's compulsive. He has to do it. Yeah, That's like Jerry Sandusky. How many times did Jerry Sandusky get threatened or they told him about this and said, these kids are coming up and saying you're molesting them? How many times, these Multiple lot. times, yeah, right? A lot. Yeah. Over the years. Don't you think if Jerry Sandusky was innocent of that, he'd have been like, I'm not getting anywhere near a naked kid. Oh, if yeah. I'm having these allegations, I'm not going in the locker room. I'm not having it. Nope. He kept doing it. This is Joe Biden, and Joe Biden's so lost he doesn't know where he's at, but he knows he wants one thing, which is uh, which is which is little kitties, and I'm I'm convinced of that. This dude's this dude's messed up, dude. This dude is uh, he's icked up like a uh, gay porn, in my opinion. Yeah, it's it, it's bad. You know what else we missed? What's that? He tripped going up the stairs. Oh, uh, we again. need to cover this. We're coming up. You know, when you hear BOA on the Aldonzo and D show, we're coming up on a hard break, but we really, really, really need to address this. Uh, we will be right back here. We're going to talk about tripping up the stairs and how they got short stairs for him uh, right here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. Welcome back to the Eldonzo and D Show here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. I, of course, am Eldonzo. I'm Dees. And we're, we're going to cover some more of uh, Biden because Biden has been in the news so much lately. But when you're that stupid and you're that compromised and your family's such a bunch of S bags, I mean, you're going to be you're going to be bound to make the news, right? Yeah, once or twice. We, uh, something else we missed while we were gone last week is he did it again. Oops, he did it again. He, he stumbled going up the stairs again. God. And this Almighty. time, it wasn't even like the full-on upper deck of Air Force One. They have actually switched to lower stairs to go into the lower deck of Air Force One. To and, accommodate him. To accommodate him. You know, I'd like to upper deck his uh, his toilet. 
I'm just saying. That's how much I dislike the guy. Go ahead. Yeah, coming from Fox News, uh, two White House advisors reportedly acknowledged an intentional shift to the lower stairs in an effort to make presidential travel easier. Politico reported two Biden advisors privately acknowledged an intentional shift to steer the 80-year-old president to the lower stairs more often to make his travel easier and limit the possibility for missteps. They also highlighted the president was now wearing sneakers as oh. opposed to dress shoes recently. God, he's just like John Fetterman, man. But John Fetterman can walk. Can't talk. Yeah, he, he just walk. can't talk. Um, yeah, John Fetterman. The sneakers are another con- concession to comfort necessitated by age. Look, I can relate to that. Um, but oh, yeah, oh, the yeah fact okay, that it's comfort. It's he needs traction. He can't even walk, dude. Yeah. He can't talk. He can't walk. He can't function function he can't do anything yeah it, this i mean so, jokes write themselves like he why not look if you're gonna do this let's just let's just go all in and give him an escalator or one of those things that we've joked about numerous times the little the chair the, that, that rides the, the, up the, the rail, chairlift, you know? like in Gremlins, yeah. where the old lady's just, riding the chairlift up just and the sit his like, ass yeah, down yeah, yeah, yeah. and buzz yeah. him up to the door and then you know help Paul Paul into the plane. He can't even keep his mouth shut. Okay, did you hear about this? The, he Originally, he said he wasn't going to do it, but he's going to give Ukraine now missiles that'll go 185 miles for the HIMARS. He said he wasn't going to do it, now he's going to do it. He was worried about Third World War, which we've got some Third World War stuff coming up. Uh, we're going to talk about that. He, but he can't even keep his mouth shut. This is a Fox News headline. Not only is he stupid, not only is he cognitively declined, he can't walk, he can't function. He looks like, it's like weekend at Bernie's with this guy, man. <laughs> that, and we told that, I told you that it turned 35 last week. Weekend two, at Bernie's. Yeah, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, whatever. Potatoes, potatoes, let's call the whole thing off. Fox News headline, Biden lets American military info slip during live interviews, sparking backlash. Uh, President Biden sat down for a recent interview in which he said the United States is low on 155 millimeter artillery ammunition rounds, sparking outrage and questions of competency from conservatives on social media. During the interview, which aired Sunday morning, Biden defended his administration for sending cluster munitions to Ukraine as a transition period until more munitions are produced. What he did was pulled up his skirt and showed the whole world our woohoo, especially Russia. Did any is anybody surprised at this point that we're running low on munitions? We've no, because we keep sending them to Ukraine. And, and we've said that we talked about this before, Dees. What and, is and Russia left, re- left a truckload of them in Afghanistan? You know, there's been people that I've talked to that know people in Ukraine and know people in Europe, and they're saying what you're hearing in America is not the case. This is a war of attrition. And they're not just Russia and China are not just wearing down Ukraine. They're wearing down NATO as a whole. So I'm going to play this clip for you. This guy, I'm just going to play it. Let's pull this up and roll clip. This is a war relating to munitions and uh, the running out of those that ammunition. And we're low on it. And so what yeah. I finally did, took the recommendation of the Defense Department to not permanently, but to allow for in this transition period where we get more 155 weapons, these shells for the Ukrainians. He just says right there, we're running low on them. 
Yeah. He he just came out and told everybody the situation we're in, which it was no surprise. But why come out and say it? We knew this. We talked about this. Everybody's been talking about this. We can't. It's, it's not an endless supply of things. No, that's something you talk to your, you know, your joint chiefs and, and everybody in the situation room. That's not something you say in a press conference. No, I agree with that 100 percent. So he can't keep his mouth shut. It's just like he couldn't keep his mouth shut about son of a bitch. Fire the prosecutor. Well, and that's nobody's coming back and, and pointing this stuff out in the Democratic Party. Like I said, they're in league with him because they're all guilty. You know, it's it's just I don't want to say it's uh, honor amongst thieves because I never really believed in that. But I'm starting to believe in that now. I'm really believing there's there is honor amongst these thieves. So one story I want to get to, which I am so happy about. Well, I'm not happy about it, but I talked about this a couple of weeks on the show. It was back, uh, I think it was the July 7th edition. We, we talked about uh, Pergozin getting exiled along with the Wagner group from Russia, right? And I had this theory on this. My theory was this was a setup to see who was in the Russian military that knew about this and allowed it to happen. And this was all put together between... Uh, Putin and Prigozhin. Yeah, right? th- there's been yeah. And I said, you're gonna, you mean to tell me that he is exiling Prigozhin, not executing him, lets him come take all his riches, all his weapons that they got out of his mansion. He lets him fly back into Russia, take all the stuff back with him, and send his whole private army to Belarus, where they've just moved all these nuclear warheads. And this guy tried to try to launch a coup on him, and that's what he did. There's nah, this doesn't make any sense. This is too convenient. Well, check this out. Eldonzo is on a roll. Fox News headline, Wagner moved to Belarus, give mercenary group ability to quickly strike NATO, Russian politician warns. The Wagner group's re- the Wagner group's repositioning of forces to Belarus puts Russia in a position to quickly strike vital NATO targets near Poland and Lithuania, according to a former Russian army officer. Andrei Kotpolev, a, Rus- a Russian politician and former colonel in the Russian military, told Russian state television that the private military company Wagner Group could strike the border region of Poland and Lithuania in a matter of hours from its new location in Belarus, according to a report from The Sun. Now, why is this critical that Wagner Group strike NATO? Do you know these? No. Because the Wagner Group is not Russia. The Wagner Group is not the Russian military. They are a private military. Oh, we if, didn't do it. We didn't do it. That's that's right. And this, the Wagner Group's been going around and doing Russia's dirty work for years. That's why I called it. There's no way that Prigozhin went up and tried to launch a coup against Putin. It didn't happen. This was orchestrated between the two of them. And this, obviously, second part of it was a cover story to get the Wagner Group over to Belarus. Now, there was a story last week while we were gone that a um, a U.S. intelligence person, agent, whatever, says that because, you know, going off of what we talked about with all the, the meetings and Bergozin taking all of his money and weapons and everything, that nobody saw him. Like, there weren't, there was no confirmed, you know, that, that he was there. And they're saying that that was all a ruse and that dude's already dead, like, you know, oh, yeah, everything's good. We sent him to Belarus. And he's saying that, no, that Putin smoked yeah, it. Well, you but, know, what? I don't believe that. I, I don't believe that. And I'll tell you why, because this was too good to be true. It got the Western countries. It got NATO all riled up. Everybody was so excited that Pergozin was launching a coup against Russia. Too good to be true. Absolutely too good to be true, in my opinion. Now, if it comes up that Pergozin was killed or he was off, 
I'll eat my words. But until I hear, uh, you know, facts, until I hear actual evidence of that, I can't believe it one bit. So what do they do? Off the whole Wagner group? You're telling me the Wagner group had their leader killed, the guy that cuts all the paychecks, and they followed a corpse to Belarus. <laughs> no, give me a break, dude. I don't believe it for one instant. No, this is I mean, too good for Russia to do this. I, both of them sound plausible, but you know what what you're saying with now this new story, uh, that sounds like the most plausible that. You know, it, it's all a big ruse. I wouldn't be surprised at all. You know, if Pergozin was killed, there would be a lot of people that know about it. The Wagner group would know about it. People would be coming out and saying this. You can't keep a secret that big that Pergozin was killed. Everybody that ever went up against Vladimir Putin and been killed, we found out about it very, very quickly. Now, maybe we found out about some that actually weren't killed, but I'm telling you, there's no way Pergozin was killed and nobody knows about it. He'd have been the first one to be strung up in the Red Square and hung. I would think so, yeah, if, if you're going to make an example. Although, at the same time, I could also see, you know, because there were a lot of people in Russia, we saw them. They were, like, cheering this group on as they marched up towards Moscow. I could also see, just to be devil's advocate here, if Putin did kill him silently and, you know, oh, he's, you know, no. he's got his money. It's nah, one he, of those things. He, I, I know what you're saying, and I, I understand that aspect, but I could see the other way around. Like, they, Putin doesn't want to upset the masses. No, I think we're looking too deep into it. I think Putin would have made an example out of him in a heartbeat. Anyway, we'll be right back with more of these fully monkey shines right here on Cities 92.9. This is the old Donzo and D show. Welcome back to the Eldonzo and D show right here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. I'm Eldonzo. I'm Dees. And we're going to talk a little bit more about Russia and NATO and Ukraine and Third World War, nuclear war. I've got this story pulled up. Not that story, but that story right there. See, I'm a lot brighter, aren't I? And this is one of those things where I was, I've been focusing on this. A lot of people say nuclear war can't happen. It's not going to happen. It's never going to get to that point. I think we're really close. I think we're on the cusp of this, and we better stop screwing around with it. Before I get into these stories, these what are your thoughts on it? Uh, it certainly seems like we're closer than we've been since, what, the 80s with the Cold War and the, I'd say the, the, the Cuban uh, Missile Crisis. Yeah, from, back in 62. Uh, yeah. 62. Um but that was averted because we had a back channel to Russia. We don't have that anymore. And this is heating up really bad. So countries are looking at this. Other nations are looking at this and they're starting to prepare for nuclear war. We don't know what an all out nuclear exchange is going to look like. There's speculation. People talk about nuclear winter. Nuclear winter, they came up with that in the late 70s. A bunch of these scientists that were against nuclear weapons. And it's kind of speculated they came up with that as a way to deter countries from ever launching a nuke. Because even if you wipe out your cities, you're not just going to go plant your crops. You're going to have this all this smoke and everything, they, they speculate, from everything burning is going to cloud out the atmosphere, block out the sun, and you're going to be in a nuclear winter. Problem is, where they're going to be launching nukes at is all steel and concrete. So there's a lot of back and forth theories with this. 
But I want to get into this. This struck me because I always Google a couple times a week nuclear war under news. <laughs> no, I do just to see what's going on. Uh, this is from uh, CBC News. Nuclear threat from Ukraine war prompts Ottawa to update plans for catastrophe. Canada is dusting off and updating emergency protocols to deal with fallout from a possible tactical nuclear exchange in Europe or the spread of radiation across the ocean from a Ukrainian power plant explosion. Internal Public Safety Canada notes show the measures include updating a highly secret plan to ensure the federal government can continue to function in a severe crisis. Ottawa is also taking steps to finalize a protocol for advising the Canadian public of an incoming ballistic missile, say the notes obtained by the Canadian press under the Access to Information Act. Russia's invasion of Ukraine in February last year prompted a series of federal discussions and initiatives aimed at bolstering Canada's preparedness for a catastrophic nuclear event. Public safety notes prepared in advance of an August 2022 meeting of senior bureaucrats involved in emergency management show much of the concern focused on Ukraine's Zaporizhia nuclear power plant, which was hit by shelling. So a couple things here. This just, they're doing this out in the open. And before I go to the next story, I wanted everybody to hear this. Look, Canada's stupid. All right. They're, they're run by an idiot. You, you just look at Justin Trudeau. I mean, what a... I can't say that word, I don't think, on air. But just look at him. He's an idiot. He's a Marxist. They can't even keep their damn wildfires that They can't even clear their dead vegetation to keep their wildfires from starting. How are they going to prepare for nuclear war? Does, well, wait a minute. Does Canada even have any nukes? I have no idea. You know what? I'm going to check this out. We're going to do this. I never even thought about this. This is live on air. I'm going to Google this right now because I, I don't think they do. But does Canada have nukes? Let's see. Judging by the smoke that we've had here over the last few weeks, uh, if anything hits in Canada, we might be screwed here. No. Nine countries currently have nuclear weapons. U.S., U.K., Russia, France, China, India, Pakistan, Israel, North Korea. You know what? Canistan. Canistan. That's what it should be called. I just made up a new word. Canadistan, eh? Uh, Canadistan can go get screwed. They don't have a dog in this hunt. I'm just saying they can't even stop the wildfires, which the smoke around here yeah, has been. I mean, I used to smoke it was, cigarettes. It don't bother me. It but, was pretty rough. Uh, wasn't as, it, what, three days ago, something like that, it was here again, but it wasn't as bad as it was a week and a half, two weeks ago. I think they got like something like 550 separate fires, but of course it's all uh, global warming. Yeah, yeah, it's obviously global warming's fault. It can't be, you know, humans doing it, and it can't be, you know, lack of, like I said, uh, dead vegetation control, like they have out in California or outdated, uh, you know, power grid, which is a hundred years old. Anyway, getting back on the nuclear thing. So this is headline. This is CBS News, and this is a big deal, and we're going to talk about why it's a big deal. Let me make sure I got enough time to go into this. Oh, look at this. I'm free. I'm good to go, baby. Yeah. U.S. nuclear armed submarine visits South Korea's allies talk war planning. For the first time since the 1980s, a U.S. nuclear-armed ballistic missile submarine visited South Korea on Tuesday as the Allies began talks to coordinate their response to the event of a nuclear war with North Korea. The White House Indo-Pacific Coordinator Kurt Campbell confirmed the rare visit, which had been expected after it was announced in a joint declaration during a summit between South Korea President Yoon Suk-yeol and President Joe Biden in Washington in April. Quote, as we speak, an American nuclear submarine is making port in Busan today, 
That's the first visit of an American nuclear submarines in decades, Campbell told reporters at a briefing in Seoul, where he was attending the first nuclear consultative group discussion with South Korean officials. The group aimed at excuse me, the group aimed at better coordinating an allied nuclear response in the event of a war with North Korea was also announced during the April summit amid growing calls in South Korea for its own nuclear weapons, which is a step that Washington opposes. They oppose that because we've got the nukes, South Korea is an ally, and I don't think we need to be poking the bear any more than we're poking it. North Korea wants nothing more than to take everybody out. They're almost like Iran. So you've got North Korea, Iran, you've got Pakistan, you've got Russia, and you've got China, which is the new axis of evil. And they all want to eradicate us. And we're so close to a hot war. I'm going to tell you something right now. And this is just my opinion. I've heard some stuff to back it up. We have already gone hot in the Ukraine war. There's already been Russians killed by American servicemen. Well, we had that. I mean, that was the the servicemen, the Air National Guard guy, remember? Yeah, absolutely. And all those leaks stated that we had boots on the ground there. So we are we are but just a just a Nats uh Nats pass a gas away from actually going to the point to where Vladimir Putin goes, either there's no way I can do this or I'm just tired of, you know, doing this. One of these one of these things is going to happen, in my opinion. Uh, so anyway, Dees, do you have any thoughts on this? Uh, I mean, North Korea, uh, of all of those uh, enemies, North Korea is the one that, um, for lack of a better word, scares me the most because that he's a friggin' psycho. And we now know that now all he does is sit around and eat and smoke and, and drink. He and, has no will to live. Yeah, it's literally like just one of these days he's probably going to get drunk and high or whatever and like ah screw it Long. oh i kill america yeah. oh i bomb washington you know <laughs> you, you my thing with it is north korea doesn't have it'd be like throwing firecrackers uh, they don't have anything nuclear. to even get to us they don't but all it takes is one we wipe out north korea now china's involved russia's yeah. involved all it takes is one idiot with his finger on the button to do it you know and like i said last week i was looking up nuclear war and, and it made headlines nothing about ukraine and russia but members of the federal government were concerned that Donald Trump would start nuclear war with North Korea. I'm like, that's that's in the news. That was years ago. And it never happened. Never came close to it. He was trying to work out a deal with the guy so he wouldn't do stupid stuff like this. All right. So we're in the second we're in the second half of the show. Right. Yeah. And we like to get a little bit more fun in the second half of the show. I'm going to play this real quick for you. Kamala Harris tried explaining what AI is and I. I'm not even going to. Yeah, this is going to it real quick. Uh, she was she she had a meeting with civil rights leaders on Wednesday. Harris huddled with the CEOs of the Center for Democracy and Technology, uh, and she decided she was going to explain to them what AI was. So we're going to roll it real quick and go. And I think the first part of this issue that should be articulated is AI is kind of a fancy thing. It's, first of all, it's two letters. It means <laughs> artificial intelligence. But ultimately what it is, is it's about machine learning. And so the machine is taught. And part of the issue here is what information is going into the machine that will then determine, and, and we can predict then, if we think about 
what machine, what information is going in, what then will be produced in terms of decisions and opinions um, that may be made through that process. God damn it, Gump! You're a goddamn genius! Yes, Gump, you are a genius. That was uh, the Vice President of the United States that for you. That is the second most powerful person in our country. If Joe Biden... Uh, Trips forget, and falls down the if steps. If Joe Biden gets any more dumber and forgets to breathe and dies in his sleep, that is the president of the United States of America right there. Now, she's had a long list of not being able to speak. And I get it. Some people can't do what Aldonzo and Dees do. But, you know, you're the vice president of the United States. Uh, maybe you should take some, some speech classes or some coaching. Or maybe just have some notes and prepare a little bit. AI is, well, of course, it's, it's, uh, it's two letters. It's artificial intelligence. Are you kidding me? No, it, seriously. She needs to go back I, to working on her knees and get the hell out of the White that's House. That's right. That's right. That's right. She don't stock in knee pads. Anyway, oh, wait a minute. I don't think we can talk about Oh, wow, man. I think the clock is slow. I don't feel tardy. We've got the two dumbest people in the world running one of the most powerful countries in the world right now. Sad day. It's a very sad day. So, you know, we were talking about uh, uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Mm -hmm. Dude, I think they're really scared of him. I think he's like pulling like 21% on Biden right now, which yeah. is which is which huge is, for an incumbent. And they won't let him debate. Like, if they actually would let him debate Biden. He'd tear him I, apart. I, oh, my God. Yeah. He'd, he'd tear him, him apart. He'd, he'd absolutely, absolutely kill, him. kill him. Yeah. And I, <laughs> Jinx, Biden, you owe me a Coke. Biden cannot debate. Biden couldn't debate a dog. No. But roof, roof. Uh, uh, hey, Jack. Anyway, this is the Aldonzo and D Show. We'll be right back here on Cities 92.9. News and talk of Bloomington Normal. This is the El Donzo and D Show, back here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. I'm El Donzo. I'm Dees. And we're going to talk about, we're going to give some updates, I think, on some stuff. We've got, we've got a story about Fox News, we've got a story about Bud Light, and we've got a story about uh, Leah Thomas, that, that, that dude that uh, swims against the uh, chicks, right, and, and tries to beat them. It was like, <laughs> what was he ranked, 400th? Yeah. Or something like that in men's. And then, then won the uh, NCAA championship. I mean, come on. Give me a break. In, we, for women, as we know. So we're going to start off with Bud Light. And I didn't know about this. This is, this is breaking to me. Uh, this is Gateway Pundit uh, headline. Cratering Bud Light reportedly receives the painful star of death from major retailer Costco. Have you ever heard of the star of death? No. Uh, Newsweek reported Tuesday that social media sleuths have discovered that America's most disgraced beer company has received Costco's Star of Death. Uh, the Star of Death, supposedly, is a small asterisk located at the top right-hand corner of, uh, of an item's price tags. Costco uses this to signal a product will no longer be restocked once it is sold out. One Twitter user displayed an image showing Bud Light being sold at $14.97 for a two-by-12 pack. The user said this meant that Costco was practically giving away Bud Light. Fifteen bucks for a case of Bud Light? That's, yeah, that's a pretty good deal. That's that's pretty bad. Uh, 
there okay check this out this reported death blow uh comes as the woke beer company was hit with more embarrassing sales numbers check this out this is where it's gotten according to nelson iq data bud light sales cratered 28 percent over the four-week period ending july 1st and the number of units of beer sold was down over 31 percent compared with the same time last year bud light received even worse news earlier this week as a recent survey revealed the beer had crashed to 14th place in terms of popularity with the public this was it was number one wasn't it yeah for a very long time for i mean we're talking what decades i think it was yeah yahoo knows this shift in popularity jeopardizes the livelihoods of the sixty-five thousand people whose jobs linked to anheuser-busch's success now i agree with that i feel bad for the people that work there that had no part in these shenanigans i feel bad for them the salespeople uh I do because they're they're losing their livelihoods over this, but hopefully they can go get with another company, another brewery, another beer company that's not woke like they are. Maybe uh, ultra uh, conservative dads, ultra right beer would like to hire them. What do you think? <laughs> well, they they need to because we can't live with those twenty dollar a six pack prices. Well, it's thirty when you order it. Hopefully they're going to get a little bit better. You know, I drank the the remaining beers and gave one to my brother. He really liked it. I thought it was a good beer. I mean, you said you're not a beer guy. I yeah, no, I, I mean, as a non-beer drinker, it wasn't bad. I just didn't like the the finish, you know. I, Dude, uh, Coors and Miller Lite have got to be loving this. So I didn't know about the Star of Death. I didn't was, either, I, and I have a Costco membership. Well, you need to look into that. You need to confirm this because I've never heard about this before. I mean, it's just one of those things, but it kind of makes sense. Why would you restock something that's not selling? Right, Dees? Oh, for sure. So I want to get into this, too. Another gateway pundit. Uh, the headline is, yikes, Fox News stock downgraded as network continues struggling for ratings post-Tucker. Who's surprised about that? Uh, nobody. Why did I just lose your audio? You didn't lose it. Oh. Don't question anything, Dees. I had to take a quick moment out, and I wasn't in front of the microphone. Oh, okay. You know, this is one of those things. <clears throat> Something happens, we just keep going. We keep going. We don't even mention it. We just keep going. That's a music thing because I used to play in bands all the time. If somebody makes a mistake, you don't even look at them. You just keep going. Well, give it, given our history wreck. with technical issues, when all of a sudden I no longer hear you in my uh, headphones, my first thought is, what the hell just failed? Well, D's, but I can hear myself, too, so I know what's going on. We're plugged into the same anyway. All right. It appears as though Tucker Carlson is getting the last laugh. This week, Fox News stock was downgraded by Wells Fargo. Something that would have been unthinkable just a few months ago. The network was already struggling to regain its footing in the ratings after taking Tucker off the air. And now this. It's important to remember that this was entirely self-inflicted, which it absolutely was. Tucker Carlson was reporting on things that uh, the higher-ups at Fox did not want reported. That the Murdochs did not want reported. And I guess they warned him, of course, the the whole suit with, uh, oh, with, uh, yeah, it's just escaping me right now. What's the name of the company? The Dominion. Dominion. Dominion yeah. voting lawsuit was supposedly behind that as well. I think they just wanted to shut him up. But what Fox News didn't get with this is Tucker was the only one on there that was giving us breaking news that we were not hearing anywhere else. He was giving people insight that nobody else was giving him. You know, Sean Hannity, he, he's all right. Okay, but but he's too much. He focuses too much on the mainstream, obvious, low-hanging fruit. 
Yeah. He gets worked up too much about that. Jesse Waters is great. I love Jesse Waters. Don't get me wrong. Did, get, did you see that thing? Let me see if I can pull this up. Did you see when Jesse Waters had his uh, had his mom come on the show? Um, I don't know who Jesse Waters is. Jesse Waters prime time. I got I got to play this for everybody. Dees, do you have a story you can talk about real quick while I pull this up? Uh, sure. Yeah, this is cringeworthy. I want to get this for everybody. Then we'll go right back into the go woke, go broke thing. You know, we talked about the aliens ad nauseum, and stay tuned because next week. There is actually a hearing going on where lawmakers claim UFO cover-ups from the Pentagon and the military as witnesses head to Congress. David Grush among the UFO whistleblowers slash witnesses to testify at historic hearing next week. Lawmakers said they had an argument with a commanding officer at Elgin Air Force Base in Florida as they pushed for answers about UFOs. Representative Tim Burchett, Anna Paulina Luna, uh, said their efforts to disclose records about UFOs or what the government calls unidentified anomalous phenomenon uh, have been met with resistance from the Pentagon and intelligence community. So I, for one, will be paying a lot of attention to this because I really want to hear what's said in this hearing. Uh, we, we all know what's been going on. I am 1,000% convinced that uh, UFOs are real, and I, I believe what this... Gorsh guy was saying but about these crafts but so. i believe this is being released uh like i said at, at the right time i believe this is to distract i believe it's real yeah, it could, could very well be yeah let's have the hearing uh, because you know all this other crap going on these i know you can't see this <clears throat> excuse me see this right now i'm going to try to pull it up for D's. we're going to listen to the audio real quick on this we have a very special guest on the line a democrat my mom mom Hello How there, have you? Jesse. Hello there, Mom. <laughs> How have you um, enjoyed the show so far? I have enjoyed the show. I want to say congratulations, Honey Bun. We are so proud of you and your <laughs> accomplishments. You. Jesse Waters' mom. And you've worked mom. so hard. Now let's aim to have you keep your job. And <laughs> to that end, I do have some suggestions. Okay. Do not tumble into any conspiracy rabbit holes. We do not want to lose you, and we want no lawsuits. Okay. In, okay. In yeah. keeping, I I have a list here. In keeping okay. with the Hippocratic Oath, do no harm. We need you to be kind and respectful. Okay. You yourself mentioned that humble is a stretch, so I, I get that. <laughs> Use your voice responsibly See his body to language? promote mm -hmm. conversation that maintains a narrative thread. Yeah, it's screaming, there, somebody there hang really up on this! There really has been enough Biden bashing, and the laptop is <laughs> old. Perhaps you could suggest that your people take less interest, for example, in other people's bodies, and talk about that. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. We're trying to keep other people's interest away from children's bodies. That was the point uh, of that right. segment. Mom, I, I, I love you. you. Wait, I was, wait, wait. Listen to wait, this. Okay. Wait, wait. I, I knew this was a bad idea. You lost control of the show. Versus fanning the flame. You could encourage that Bedminster friend of yours to return to his earlier career on television. Everyone in his audience could wear a red hat, and okay. I'm sure the ratings would soar. Although All never right. as high, my darling, as yours <laughs> on Jesse Waters' primetime. Good luck. Thank you very much, Mom. I love you very much. And, I love uh, you. I'm thinking that a small dinner between 
five and eight All would right, be the way to go. All right, we got to go, Mom. This is just like <laughs> how things are at home. I All love right. Wow. So did you see the did you see the body language on Jesse Waters? Yeah, he w- wanted to uh, disappear. He he lost control of his show. Okay, so Jesse Waters was knocking it out of the park. Why in the hell they'd have his mom come on? He knows his mom's a, a, a bleeding heart, screaming liberal. That was that was almost uncomfortable for me to watch. Yeah, this I mean, if you watch it, if you go to it, he's fidgeting with his hands, isn't he? These oh yeah, he's big like time. he's nervous. He knows he looks like an idiot at this point. This is the best thing that Fox News has. <laughs> this is it. This was the savior right there. So they got rid of Tucker Carlson, and that, that's what Tucker Carlson was doing when he watched Jesse Waters right there, Dees. I got a picture of Tucker Carlson pulled up just laughing, dude, his little cackle <laughs> thing. All right, so in the next installment of Go Woke, Go Broke, let's see if we have enough time. Oh, we got plenty of time to talk about this. Trans swimmer Leah Thomas photographed wearing disturbing Antifa shirt. Doesn't this make so much sense? said Leah Thomas, or excuse me, doesn't this make so much sense, said Riley Gaines, while calling the Antifa shirt disturbing. Leah Thomas, transgender athlete who won a women's NCAA Division I championship in 2022, was photographed wearing the Antifa shirt. It said Antifa super soldier on it. <laughs> well, you know what? If your super soldiers are dudes that think they're women, I don't know what you're, what war you're going to be a soldier in, but you're not going to win it. These, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, you're not going to do too well. If you'll remember, Leah Thomas grabbed national headlines after winning the NCAA Division I championship in 2022. Thomas has since called out anti-feminist for pushing purported transphobic beliefs by showing half the part transgender inclusion in female sports. Thomas's teammates have come forward to vocally express opposition to Thomas being on their team. Anti-feminists? I think we're feminists if we don't want somebody with uh, testicles and a wee-wee competing against our girls. You know, you're talking muscular skull. He's cheating. He's got a rudder. He's got a rudder. (laughs) He's got a rudder. And this is El Donzo and D's. We'll be right back on Cities 92.9. Hey, welcome back to the Eldonzo and D Show here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. We're coming from the Skyhammer Studios right now. I'm Eldonzo. I'm Dees. And Dees, Dees made a pretty good funny on the last segment. And we were running out of time, but I, re- I want you to recap that. We were talking about <laughs> Leah Thomas, and this is going to stick. This is one of those that we're going to use as a bit going forward on the show. I was talking about her uh, beating out the women because of her, because she's a dude. She's got better muscular skeletal structure, and she spent, what, 18, 19 years as a dude developing yes. in, the, in the prime of his life. And you said what? She's cheating. She's got a rudder. That is awesome. You see, I could just picture uh, Leah Thomas out there with her rudder out, you know, kind of kind of not flaccid at that point, steering herself. Yeah, himself, probably, whatever. you know, pop the Viagra and, you know, full steam ahead. And... <laughs> right, full rudder! <laughs> That's funny stuff right there. Anyway, we've got some, what do we got, some win stupid, or play stupid games, win stupid prizes stuff coming up here, Dees? What do we oh, got? Oh, yeah, I got quite a bit of that. But before we get into that, let's... Let's talk about Jason Aldean. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. We got to talk about Jason Aldean. Boop, boop. Let's go. So he put out this new song, Try That in a Small Town. And, of course, everybody, well, not everybody, but the left lost, lost their minds. minds. And CMT has now Wendy. pulled the video. And, of course, now that has caused conservatives to lose their mind. 
and you watch this this song is probably going to be the most downloaded song of the month if not the year and I, I i don't get it like they're they're calling it racist and if you don't know anything about the song let me just read some lyrics for you sucker punch somebody on a sidewalk carjack an old lady at a red light and i'm by speaking this i'm doing it no service whatsoever but uh Pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store. You think it's cool? Well, act a fool if you like. Cuss out a cop, spit in his face, stomp on the flag and light it up. Yeah, you think you're tough. Well, try that. The chorus goes, well, try that in a small town. See how far you make it down the road. Around here, we take care of our own. You cross that line, it won't be long for you to find out. I recommend you don't try that in a small town. There is nothing what what's racist, racist about, this? about what's, that? He didn't even mention BLM or Antifa. Look, we live in a small town, so we can tell you with one hundred percent accurate it accuracy here. that that this is true. Like this, that kind of crap doesn't happen in these small country towns that that he's speaking of. And you know they're crying over this song. Yet if you turn on the latest, you know, hip hop rap. They're talking about doing drugs and and shooting. Well, not, there's not so much shooting cops anymore. But well, how about we had the, the whole era of gangster rap? Cardi B's WAP, yeah, came yeah, out. That was okay to, on the radio. But oh, this song, this is racist. No, this is. I'll tell you what this is. This is this is wholesome small town middle America, middle class stuff right here. That's what this is. And the people coming out against it fear that they want to eradicate the middle class this is all this is this is not democrat or republican what he's singing about no this is about small town folk middle class folk taking care of each other that's it that's yeah. all there is to it's it it's like a modern day uh country boy can survive type thing like and, and it's true it like, is true anybody who lives and i know that that cities 92 has a lot of small town listeners uh, Anybody There's a reason can, for that. Yeah, they can attest to this, that, you know, everybody knows everybody. And, and when the chips are down, we stand up for our own. And this kind of stuff doesn't happen in smaller towns. You know, I that's why I would prefer to never live in a large city again. You're exactly right, though. You made a really good point with that. Deez. This is why we live in a small town. We do, all that stuff can stay in the cities. Yeah, they yeah, can stay in the, major major the city. I'll go there. We'll go Other there. Other than that. You know, I am perfectly happy in this little hick town surrounded by corn and beans and all that good stuff. I I can't wait to see what the numbers do over the course of the next few weeks with this. And, you know, CMT, they're going like full Bud Light on the situation. You know, Jason Aldean has been one of the most popular country artists for the last 10, 15 years. Absolutely. Um, although... <laughs> It's weird that this is in the, the news after what happened to him last week. Um, he basically suffered heat stroke on stage and had to cancel the rest of his show. Now, CMT has always been woke. They, they've been woke, woke going back to the Obama era. era. So I'm not surprised in this at all. Well, they're everybody's owned, getting on this bandwagon. They're owned by um, Viacom. That, that's all you need to know. Tell us about Viacom. Well, Viacom owns BET, VH1, Comedy Central, all these these networks that do um, uh, liberal programming and things like that. CMT, you know, is their token <laughs> token white channel, for lack of better uh, description. Yet, 
every time like the BET awards are on, it's literally on every single channel that they own with the exception of maybe CMT, but, um, they're, yeah, they're going to find that, uh, I don't know what they do as far as ratings go with CMT, but, um, you know, the, well, this goes back to the whole corporate masters thing. Yeah. This always, you just said that. And that's why I wanted you to extract it to explain that you go back to Viacom. Viacom is the head honcho over all these networks. Mm -hmm. Okay. Viacom is doing this because they are, they're not quite up there with the masters and liberalism and the elites. They're not the highest up, but they're in there. They're being told by somebody else to do this. They're being told by the people that line their pocketbooks, what they're going to allow for content on their networks. And then they divvy that up to the networks that they have, which you talked about bet. You talked about comedy central. You talked about CMT. It's eventually going to come for everybody. What would be the harm if CMT, just, you know, humor me here, what would be the harm and see if, if CMT just kept their mouth shut and just let it go? Nothing. Nobody's boycotting CMT if no. they allow this. Nobody's, so who, a couple liberals, a couple of idiot Antifa supporters and BLM supporters that want to read into something that's not there. And I'm going to tell you something, even if it is there, it's freedom of speech. Even if Jason Aldean, which look, I'm sure he was thinking of some BLM guys or some Antifa guys when he wrote that song. You were thinking about it because you oh, think about sure. spitting cops, but he didn't mention them. Right. This is freedom of speech. This is what this country was part of what this country was founded on, that we could say whatever we want to say. And if you don't like it, don't listen to it. I'll be honest. I didn't even know CMT still played music videos. I didn't either. Because, well, probably like MTV. I don't know. Like or VH1 sporadically. Yeah, because I, I, I know that they have a they they show a lot of like older sitcoms. Like I know Reba was on there for a very long time. Uh, like the Jeff Foxworthy yep, show. Jeff Foxworthy was on there. And Jeff Foxworthy is very conservative. There's probably a reason you don't see him much anymore. Almost like the same reason that you don't see Tim Allen much anymore. Like the only places that you can really go and watch music videos on a television channel anymore. It's like MTV2, um, BET, and uh, VH1. That It's not VH1. It's their their sister channel. Other than that, like, who the hell even watches music videos anymore? You got YouTube, you can watch it on your phone, you got Spotify, you got you know, iMusic, the, iTunes, things like that. Like, the absolute best thing that I ever did, okay, and I, I, I mean this, the best thing that I ever did was I cut out satellite. I don't have satellite TV anymore. I cut it out. I got tired of it. I got tired of boycotting. Somebody was boycotting this or boycotting that. You couldn't, and then you watch these woke. Uh, not stations, these woke channels. Yeah. And you're paying for this. Even if you don't want to watch them, you're still paying them. I got fed up with it. Well, I got fed up with the prices, you know, getting skyrocketed. That made me a little pissed. And that's another reason I got out of it. But it was just too much of my money going someplace I didn't want it to go. If CMT wouldn't have made the announcement that they were pulling the video, nobody would have noticed. I just, I no. really don't think anybody would have noticed. You got to remember something. And I'm talking to the folks listening. These people that go on here that make the headlines that are boycotting stuff like this are such a minority of the country. Oh, they're such a yeah. small part of the country. At best, at best, nobody cares. The majority just doesn't care at that point. Yeah, these are such a small percentage. And then you see these liberals on Facebook that hear something, and get all worked up about it. You know, just like I always say this, I always go back, I always revert to this. Okay. 15 years ago, there wasn't one liberal, not not one, you show him to me, not one liberal that went to IHOP and complained about a bottle of pancake syrup. There wasn't one liberal 15 years ago 
that looked at a Land of Lakes butter box and flipped out because there was a Native American on there. And I'm going to tell you something. 15 years ago, there's not one liberal that would have been okay with their six-year-old coming home, six-year-old boy coming home and saying, well, I'm going to be a girl now. Well, why? Well, because that's what the teacher told me I really am. Not one of them would have been okay with it. No. This is all brainwashing in its finest, in my opinion. And this is all people getting told to get worked up about something. It's just like the transgender thing. 0.07% of the population is actually transgender. And we're supposed to just kowtow and freak out about this? Yeah, it's, it's absolutely nuts. Everything's going to hell in a handbag. So what do you look at it? What's going on with the Biden administration? We've got AI. If it's not AI, it's not aliens. It's not nuclear war. It's going to be our own government. So it's, I don't know. I've got hope, but sometimes Eldonzo sits here and has a scotch and really ponders what the rest of his life is going to be like. I'm sure Dee's does that with vodka, don't you, Dee? Yes, sir. All right, this is the Eldonzo and Dee's show. we got one segment left in us. Let's not blow it, Dee's. Be right back here. A lot of stupidity coming. City's 92.9. segment of today's show this is the eldonzo and d show right here on city's 92.9 the news and talk of bloomington normal coming at you from the sky hammer studios and surprisingly today it's not the hot hammer studios is it d's it's a little warm i'm eldonzo i'm d's and we are going to try to rock you for the next segment here i got something that i had to do i was going look i'm going to be honest i was going to throw this over to d's the last segment but i've got one last story that i need to get in here because it's so absurd what China's doing. And does this affect us? It could affect us. But anyway, Fox News headline, the Chinese Communist Party is rewriting the Bible. <laughs> I'm going to read through this for you because this is just on its face absurd. Now, now, Dees is not a, you don't follow religion, right, Dees? No, I'm atheist. Okay, you're atheist. You get it. But, I mean, you know about Jesus Christ, right? Yeah. Okay. And nobody, even an atheist could, do, do, do you acknowledge that he existed? I 100% believe that he existed. And he had good teachings, right? Yeah. Yeah. I Be mean, a good te- person. Good person. Teachings that everybody could follow, whether you're an atheist or you're a Christian or you're, I don't know about the Muslims think of him, but it doesn't matter. He had good teachings. China doesn't like that. As part of a push to synthesize religion, the Chinese Communist Party has embarked on a 10-year project to rewrite the Bible and other religious texts. Example. In the Gospel of John, Jesus famously confronts confronts the accusers of a woman caught committing adultery, saying, Let the one among you who is guiltless be the first to throw a stone at her. (laughs) At her. (laughs) The chastened accusers slink away, and Jesus says to the woman, Has no one condemned you? No one, sir, she replied. Neither do I condemn you, said Jesus. Go away, and from this moment, sin no more. And so they wrap forgiving, it. like you know, he's forgiving, hey, he's and they, they wrap it a beautiful story of forgiveness and mercy, and it is, it really is. Wait, there's a caveat. Unless you're a CCP official, then it's a story of a dis- dissident challenging the authority of the state. A possible sneak preview of what a Bible with socialist characteristics might look like appeared in a Chinese university textbook in 2020. The rewritten Gospel of John excerpt ends not with mercy, but with Jesus Himself stoning the adulterous woman to death. <laughs> Across Henan province, local CCP officials forced Protestant churches to replace the Ten Commandments with Xi Jinping quotes. Thou shalt have no other gods before me became dictates like 
resolutely guard against the infiltration of Western ideology. The 10-year project to rewrite the Bible, Quran, and other sacred texts is all part of Xi Jinping's quest to make the faithful serve the party rather than God. Now, wait a minute. If they're going to rewrite the Quran, they're going to upset the the Middle East, correct? Well, you know what? So the, the Muslim Uyghurs that exist in China, they already make them into slaves. They don't like anybody. Look, Xi Jinping wants to be God. So check this out. As part of the, as as a nineteen at the nineteenth party congress, Congress Chairman Z declared, "We will insist on the sinicization of Chinese religions and provide active guidance for religion and socialism to coexist." This is the guy that bought off the Bidens. This is the guy that bought foreign policy from the United States of America. This is the guy that most of the politicians and the elites actually bow down to at night. Just saying. Kind of a funny story the way that they rewrote it, but it's really kind of not a funny story when you think about it. So, anyway, I want to get that out of the way. Deez has got, is this time for your play stupid games, win stupid prizes or not? Yeah, we got I've all been, kinds I of I can here. hardly contain myself at the fooly monkey shines Good news. that you're going to come up with. Ex-Team USA Gymnastics doctor Larry Nasser, who you might recall, was the one that uh, basically got caught molesting kids that were on the u.s gymnastics team yep. and sent to prison yeah what yeah what's up he got stabbed oh, in prison multiple times did he die couldn't have to unfortunately have no guy. he was stabbed twice in the neck twice in the back six times in the chest and uh yeah he's listed in stable condition so look you know when the guards broke in why did they can look we down get at these him? prisoners some better knives please? i know what did none of the guards look down and be like here's a knife just keep going until you get it yeah, it's, I mean, just goes to show that not all criminals are bad because, you know, if there's one thing that we've learned over the years is that even in prison, they don't like child molesters. And um, it's just sad that they didn't finish the job because this, this guy should have just been taken out and two to the skull. Two things real quick with that. Yeah, I agree with that. They need to be eradicated. Okay, and I've talked to plenty of people that have been in prison. That's not a myth. That's a fact. If you're a, a kitty diddler and you go to prison, you're in for a rough time. Yeah, dude. yeah. Rapists and especially child molesters, they don't they don't have a very good time in prison. Serial killers and child molesters. Yeah. we just need to execute them. We shouldn't be paying money for this stuff. I mean, look what happened. To, Dump them behind. Look the what shed. happened to Dahmer. He was brutally beaten with and and sodomized with a. Mop, basically, a mop handle. Rock him with sodomy, hit him with sodomy, beat him with sodomy, too. Yep. Anyway, you brought up the sodomy. I didn't. All right. uh, going back to the old Titan sub, the stepson of billionaire that was killed on Titan sub, uh, what was his name, Hamish something or other? Yeah, Hamish. Yep. The, the stepson tweeted brian Sazaz's his name recently reactivated his twitter account after going silent amid backlash from flirting with a nearly naked only fans model while rescuers were still searching for the doomed vessel but he quickly found himself mirrored in renewed controversy for new tone deaf messages on the platform with millions to spare i still can't get laid the 37 year old audio engineer said in a since deleted tweet uh cited by the daily mail with all this cash, I just want a girl to hang out with, please. 
That's wow. it reeks of desperation, doesn't right. it? Right. Like he's literally putting himself out well, there like I'm Now now wait a minute. Now wait a minute. I just want to say this right now. Put yourself in this kid's shoes. He he can't get a check. He just found out his dad was so stupid he went went on the Ocean Gate Titan, okay, and died. So he's got to be mourning not just his, his stepfather's loss, but also his stepfather's stupidity. He's got all this money coming in and he can't get no tail. I mean, you know, maybe everybody copes with the grief differently, Dees. That's just all I I'm guess. saying. Have you heard about the new Burger King sandwich? Uh, wait a minute. Is it the, the 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 one in Thailand or whatever? Yes. Yes, I have heard. Oh. I, I know this was over a week ago, but like we got to do it. In Thailand, their Burger King is selling what they're calling the real cheeseburger, and it's a bun and. 20 slices of cheese. This is... Go ahead. For roughly uh, 109 Thai... Thai Which is like, what, five bucks or something? $3.10. That uh, the regular actual cheeseburger that actually has... um, Meat? It's Burger King. Let's call it meat product. Yeah. Goes for about $3.80, which is... Just doing quick math is going to be about $9. Gee whiz. Anyway, uh, are you eating a 20 slice cheese sandwich? I love cheese. I love cheese and I love not being able to go to the bathroom for like a week. Right. Yes. I I would eat. No, I, you know, we can make that ourselves. We can get a bun. Why don't we do that on the next, uh, next, uh, next weekend? Oh, come on. Are you going to serve X-Lax with it? Because. No, let's let's do talk the, about uh, getting backed up. That should be. I hope that's in there. Like their meal deal is, you know, you get a a cheeseburger, a drink, and a couple of X lax chewables. The Thailand cheese challenge. That's what we should do. Yeah, I think well, we should anyway. I'll do it. I'll just whip a couple up for us. There you go. While you have fun, let me know how they are. I'm sure they'll be fine. What else you got? Doctors reattach a boy's head after a car accident thanks to an amazing surgery. I read this one. Yeah, it was an internal decapitation. Yeah, basically what happened was his skull was separated from his spinal cord. Um, So when you hear reattach his head, it wasn't like... It wasn't like his head was rolling around going, hey, hey, somebody pick me up, put me back on the body. The head was still attached to the body, but internally it was... uh, it was attached through tissue, yeah. so it wasn't a slice, it wasn't a cut, so the muscles and everything in the skin were still attached. This spinal column, just for lack of a better term, popped out of the skull. Yeah, this was a 12-year-old kid that got hit by a car, um, so kudos to the docs. That's pretty amazing, regardless of whether or not his head was actually separated from his body or not. Uh, I believe this is one of, the one of if not the first uh, operations like this that was successful to the point where like he they expect him to make a full recovery that's just absolutely nuts that they were able to, to do this as quickly as they were and get this taken care of well they also said that he's going to make a full recovery he's going to do good and he's going to really get ahead in life but <laughs> family awarded Oh, Oh, I'll have to save this one for next week. And that concludes this week's Eldonzo and D's show. We're going to be right back here next week from the Skyhammer Studios on Cities 92.9 with more Fully Monkey Shines just like we had on this episode. YouTube.com slash Eldonzo D's. 
I'm El Donzo. I'm Dees. And we're out of here, baby. Catch you on the flip side. See ya.